Narcissistic abuse recovery is hard enough without having to go to a therapist who doesn't understand what you're going through and who invalidates you or makes you feel as though you're the person who's the problem. So that's why today at queenbeing.com, I'm going to give you 10 questions that you can ask a therapist to figure out whether or not he or she is right for you. Plus, I'm gonna give you one question you can ask any therapist and find out immediately if that's gonna work for you. Let's get started. My name is Angie Atkinson and on this channel, I offer free daily video coaching to help you discover, understand, and overcome narcissistic abuse in toxic relationships. I like to call it toxic relationship rehab. If that works for you, hit that subscribe button and let's get going. Let me just start right off real quick by apologizing for the rainy sounds in the background. I am inside my office, but the window's opening. There's a little bit of a thunderstorm happening right now, so you may hear a little thunder in the background. When you're going through narcissistic abuse recovery, obviously you wanna find a good therapist for a number of reasons. You're gonna to want to go with a therapist who is familiar with narcissistic abuse in general, but also one who has a good understanding of narcissistic personality disorder and the spectrum on which it lies. Plus you want someone who understands the extreme effects that being abused by a narcissist and involved with a narcissist on any level can really permeate your entire life, how much it can actually hurt you as a whole person. So the first thing I wanna tell you is that research proves that the, the most effective way to get therapy, the most effective therapy in general, it happens when the relationship between the client and the therapist is comfortable and when the client feels understood by the therapist. So this is especially important for narcissistic abuse survivors because so often we are starved for personal validation. We need to know that they feel us, feel me? So ideally we need to schedule an in-person or telephone interview in advance, or if you can't do that, just schedule a single session to evaluate the therapist and whether or not he or she will be a good fit for you, okay? So if you could only ask one question or you wanna sneak around and find out if the therapist knows what you're talking about without actually coming out and saying what you're talking about, you could ask this question. This avoids the more direct approach and it gives you a quick way to find out if your therapist is familiar with narcissistic abuse recovery and narcissistic personality disorder without being interview style or confrontational. It's a very simple question. Ask the therapist, what is your take on gaslighting and how would you explain gaslighting to someone who hasn't heard of it before? Why would you ask that question? Well, because the fact of the matter is, I've had a lot of clients tell me that their therapists who weren't competent according to the clients in narcissistic abuse recovery, the therapists who would blame the clients for the abuse themselves, call them victim players, stuff like this, those therapists almost always aren't familiar with the term gaslighting and they don't know what it means. Some would just say, well, what do you mean gaslighting? Some would say, well, I heard of a movie from the 1940s about gaslighting or a play or whatever, but if they're not familiar with the term gaslighting, chances are that they don't know about narcissism. They don't know about narcissistic abuse. They think a narcissist is a selfie taker, arrogant, vain person, which sometimes they might be, but as you and I both know, the main thing about a narcissist, the main problem with a narcissist personality is the fact that they do not have empathy for other people. It drives everything that is a problem with a narcissist, the lack of empathy, which is a especially troubling for people like ourselves who are, what? Most likely empaths. If they don't know about gaslighting, that's a really great sign that they don't know about narcissism and narcissistic abuse. I also suggest if possible that you find someone who has at least a little bit of personal experience 
with emotional abuse. It's not absolutely necessary because you could also do a combo deal where you get a coach and a therapist. If a therapist has been involved with a narcissist in their life or if they've experienced emotional abuse in their life, they're going to be more empathetic toward you and probably better at treating you because they've gone through this themselves. If they have, generally they're going to admit to you that they have. Now we're going to jump right into the questions, one through ten, that you can ask a therapist if you're doing an interview to find out whether or not they're the right therapist for you. Number one, you could say something like this. I'm hoping to work on narcissistic abuse recovery, recovering from an abusive relationship. Are you familiar with narcissistic personality disorder? And have you helped someone through narcissistic abuse recovery before? How would you go about helping someone who's going through narcissistic abuse recovery? Number two, regarding your therapy style, do you lean more toward cognitive behavior therapy? or digging into the deep psychodynamic root of the problem. If you want to start feeling better by treating symptoms and learning coping techniques, you want the therapist to be more cognitive behavioral therapy based. But if you want to dig in and reach the root of the problem and you're willing to wait for it, well, then you want to dig into a more psychodynamic based therapy style. You want someone who's going to help you do that. So ideally you might want both. Maybe you want a program that starts by treating the immediate pain and that leads to digging into the root causes as you go. Or a combined approach in most cases would be best for most narcissistic abuse survivors. It's really good for you to understand how you got there so that you don't go there again. But it's also good to have a way to relieve the extreme pain and overwhelm that you feel when you're going through a breakup with a narcissist, right? So here's a tip for you. If it fits into your budget, you could get a narcissistic abuse recovery coach like me along with a therapist if you need therapy. Some people find they don't need traditional therapy, but if you want to learn coping techniques and you want to get validation and learn that you're not crazy and you want to work through your issues specifically related to narcissistic abuse, a coach can help you with that. A coach can help you with solutions for moving forward and for feeling better about yourself and your life. A therapist is going to be able to help you kind of dig in way below the surface and, and figure out, you know, what's your diagnosis or, or how did you become this way or that way? Do you see what I'm saying? A therapist is going to be able to help you dig more into the, the depth of it all. So traditional therapy is good. Coaching is good. They can also work together. That's my point. Number three, are you more directive or are you more of a consultant? Some therapists like to use what they call gestalt type therapies or gestalt. I never know how to say that, right? It's kind of a really harsh in your face kind of therapy. And the truth is that for most narcissistic abuse survivors, it's not great because it makes us feel overwhelmed. It kind of triggers us about the narcissist because it's a really leading kind of style. You want to know if a therapist is going to lead the sessions with a tight planned structure or if they're going to let you lead with whatever you're dealing with. I personally kind of like the idea of a flexible session for survivors. So when they come into the situation, if they want to talk about a specific thing during a session that can happen, you might have planned goals for the session, but it's okay to put those on hold if you're dealing with a specific issue. That's how I roll with my coaching sessions. You can ask my clients. Generally, I let them lead the sessions and if they are ready to dig into a specific course of action, then we do that together. Number four, ask the therapist, have you ever helped someone like me before? And we kind of talked about that in the first question, but ask specifically here, are you familiar with domestic violence and or emotional abuse in relationships? What would your best piece of advice be for someone recovering from this kind of trauma? Because you'll know the way that they react. You need someone who's compassionate when you've been through narcissistic abuse. You can't necessarily have someone who's going to try to push you beyond your comfort. You feel me? Some Sometimes therapists don't understand the, the 
the tenderness that we need. They don't understand the extremely raw state of how we feel in that moment of discard, in that moment of being gaslighted, all of these things. Number five, you might want to find out if they have any support outside of the session. So could you check in by phone? Could you text in between sessions? Things like that. May or may not be important to you, but there it is. Number six, will you give me advice if I ask for it specifically? Because the fact of the matter is, I've actually had people tell me quite often, just, just the other day in span, somebody said, well, I asked my therapist for advice and they said they don't give advice. Sometimes you want advice. So just keep it in mind. Number seven, will you give me assignments and or coping techniques I can use between sessions for healing and managing during recovery? I think that's helpful. Number eight, who is your ideal client? Asking who the ideal client is will help you to determine if you fit that profile. That's going to help you to determine if that therapist is a good fit for you. Number nine, is our session completely confidential or will you disclose details to my employer or my insurance company? Number 10, do you think you can help me? That's a legitimate question. If you've kind of given them a brief overview of your situation, you want to know, can you help me or not? It's important. So once you go through those 10 questions and you kind of, I would bring a notebook with you and write down answers that uh, things that strike you as interesting or important. And during the interview, I want you to be aware of a few more things. Figure out how fast do you feel comfortable with that therapist? Is it quick or do you, is it take a while to, to get comfortable or did you ever get comfortable during the interview? The next thing you can note is whether or not you felt rushed or were you allowed to continue at a comfortable pace when you were explaining your situation? The next thing you might want to know is, did the therapist get you from the start or did it take a bunch of different attempts and clarifications in order to get them to see what you were talking about or understand your perspective or the story that you were telling? That's important. Did you understand the therapist's thoughts, the therapist's responses clearly and comfortably, or did you have to keep asking? Was their accent hard to understand, or did you struggle with hearing them even, or, or was there any discomfort in communication with the therapist and the way they were responding to you? Ask yourself whether you'd feel judged by this person if you told them your darkest secrets, or you'd feel comfortable telling them your darkest secrets. It's important. You need to be completely honest with yourself and your therapist and or coach in any situation. Okay, here's my best tip. My very best tip on how to choose a therapist who's right for you during your narcissistic abuse recovery is this. Go with your gut, use your intuition. Since you're probably an empath like me, chances are if you pay attention to how the therapist makes you feel, you should feel comfortable and you should not feel the need to hide. You should not feel the need to cover up who you are in any way from this person. You should not feel judged. You should feel safe on an emotional level with this person. That my friend is the bottom line. Make sure that any therapist you go to understands the diagnosis, understands where you're at. Ask them about PTSD and CPTSD. Ask it, you know, if you ask them about PTSD and they go, oh, you mean that thing soldiers get? Other people don't get that. That's not the therapist for you, all right? If you ask them about gaslighting and they go, what are you talking about? Or they go, oh, you mean that movie from the 40s? Not the therapist for you. You need to find someone who understands what you're going through and is willing to help you get there, right? To get to the other side so that you can have the life you deserve to have, my friend. I hope this has been helpful for you. If you have questions, comments, concerns, leave them below. And now it's time, my friend, for the question of the day. The question of the day is, have you been in therapy before for narcissistic abuse? What did you like about your therapist? What did you wish was different? And if you haven't been in therapy, what are you looking for in a therapist? Let's all start a good discussion on this. Let's talk about what people should look for in a good therapist. 
to help them through narcissistic abuse recovery. I'm also going to put a copy of this information on my website in writing in case anyone wants to download it. So look for that later today at queenbeing.com. All right, that's all I've got for you today. Have a wonderful day. I'll see you later today or tomorrow for another video. And don't forget on Sunday, I'll be here for Self Love Sunday. So come see me for that too. As always, thanks so much for letting me be a part of your day and a part of your life. And hey, thanks for being a part of mine. It really does mean a lot to me. I'll see you soon. It's my mission to teach others what I know to be true. You really can create the life you want. Take care of your body. Take care of your soul. Nurture the real you and introduce him or her to the world. Be comfortable in your own skin and in your place in this world. Take your spot. Take it now. And the universe will take its cue from you. You feel me? If so, subscribe to my channel. Let's get it done together.